You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here we go, episode number four of the Rosie Report, spring training edition. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from the Guardians Complex in Goodyear, Arizona. Yesterday, Wednesday, the Guardians were over in Glendale to take on the Dodgers, and it was a tough first outing statistically for Shane Bieber, but as we know in spring training, especially with starting pitchers, you don't read too much into the lines. It's more how they're feeling. For Bieber, he allowed a pair of home runs and an inning in the third, four runs total, and he talked about his outing after the game. First time out, how'd you feel? Um, physically felt good. Um, felt a little slow. That's um, kind of how uh, I feel like I've been feeling the last week or so, and moving forward, I just need to um, stay a little bit more athletic, more aggressive, and just throw the ball, uh, trust my stuff, all my shapes and everything, um, getting decent feedback. Uh, I just feel a little bit, felt a little bit uh, stuck in my delivery and kind of just feeling things out. So um, spring games, regular season games, it's never fun to, to give up runs or uh, hard hit baseball. So it is what it is, and it's frustrating regardless. But got to take it and move forward and um, feel like I know what my next step is for sure. Is it hard not to have it in the back of your head whenever it is frustrating that it is such a condensed spring training and you know how close opening day is? Is that mapping out like difficult like um, to think about, or does it feel sort of the same as any other it, spring? It feels the same. I think um, I think most guys, myself included, um, it's it feels the same, and I think maybe that answer will change when we get to the end of spring training, right? And it's like, okay, that was fast. Um, but as of right now, uh, we're kind of all just getting, uh, making our way back into action, and it feels the same, same places, um, same guys, same hitters, just trying to get ready for the season. When you look around the clubhouse, I mean, it was a few years ago where you were the new guy, the young guy, mm-hmm. and now you're like the old man. Yeah. Just what is that? <laughs> what does that feel 26 like? 26-year-old old man. I know. <laughs> uh, what does it feel like? Um, it's a little bit different. Um, it, it doesn't feel like it was only, you know, three and a half, four years ago. Um, but it's exciting. We've kind of gone through this smooth transition to get to where we're at. So it hasn't been like a wake up the next day and um, the names and the feel has has changed uh, like overnight like that. So um, we have great relationships, great positivity, great um, morale in the clubhouse, whether it's in spring training or um, in Cleveland. And so... We're looking to just move forward and um, continue to take the next step, both as like individuals, you know, moving into leadership roles like that, and as a team. Guardians manager Terry Francona also weighed in on Bieber's performance and some of the other top performers from the six to two defeat against the Dodgers. Stuck in his deliveries. That's sort of what you. You know saw what? Too. And I didn't know what. You know, sometimes I don't know how much to. You know, he told me the same exact thing. He just, he wants to be, I think, maybe like more athletic. That might be the wrong word. Because he is. It's the same word he used. Okay. okay. I mean, mm-hmm. just, and he means coming off the rubber, kind of getting into, 
he said he was thinking about stuff instead of so we were talking about you know he was even saying like maybe on my side day maybe I face hitters to let me be a little more competitive and you know Carl and I were like hey we can do whatever we just don't want him again this is his first outing we want to make sure we remember that but seeing him healthy makes is, is good all signs point to him being healthy. He feels fine, yeah. Have you heard anything about Maley? I'm sure you haven't other than the yeah, hamstring. Yeah, just said it's just a, they, the, right now they said a strained hamstring. The hard part right now is it spasms so quickly that he, so they're trying to, they were trying to calm it down just to see how much it, it, it's hard. Because right away it spasmed, and that's why he was having a tough time getting out of here. Well, Matt keeps coming through with kind of interesting history. He sure does, man. You know what? Good for him. I mean, he came into camp ready to play, and he shows up every day, and he just gives you an honest day's effort. Young catcher Bo Naylor saw some time for the Guardians behind home plate in Wednesday's game. We had a chance to visit with him last week. He's a youngster who played last season at AA Akron. He's a former number one draft pick of the Guardians. And here are some of his thoughts about another major league spring training for a very young player. Bo, you look at, let's go back to the last play of last season. To start there, uh, you have a game-winning base hit in a playoff series that wins your team a championship at the AA level. Describe what that was like. Uh, It was... It's about everything that you would imagine it would feel like. Like it's just, it's always, it's it's really a dream come through, you know, or dream come true. My bad. But uh, yeah, you know, growing up, you know, you're playing wiffle ball in the front yard or at the park with your friends, and you know, you start calling out those counts and stuff, just kind of like simulating um, an end of the game situation, and that was the the exact situation that I was in. And um, yeah, you know, I got my opportunity, and I really tried my best to take advantage and. It paid off. It was it was a wonderful feeling, and I was so happy I was able to share that special moment with you know the guys that I'd been grinding with for that past year, and you know in front of our home crowd, who you know are amazing supporters. And it's interesting because sometimes in the minor leagues uh, you get to the postseason and there's not big crowds, but it sounded like people were jumping on board, and and sometimes a double A a team does stay together yes. for a little bit. And did that matter at the end? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, whether we had a big crowd in a game or a small crowd, you know, we we were playing for them day in and day out. And you know, up to that last game, um, it wasn't really about the numbers; just about you know. Um, taking advantage of these moments with these people that you know have come to watch you play and you know with the the teammates you have at your side so it was surreal honestly and I'll always be I'll always hold that memory very high it's interesting in player development uh, it's not as if statistics are disregarded but there's so much more to it than that and and when you got to the end of the season how did how did you look at things in terms of your growth at a new level for you, and especially as again one of the youngest players at your level. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, in anything you do, especially this sport, you're gonna face ups, you're gonna face downs, and you know it's it's all a part of the process. Um, yesterday, I really took a lot with me uh, from the that whole season, and really tried to, you know, make the most of that experience as I possibly could. You know, I, I learned a lot. You know, especially with the coaching staff that I had. 
day in and day out, you know, being able to, you know, have dialogue with them about, you know, just the stuff I'm working on, ways to go about the game. It was, it, it was a very, very big um, learning experience that whole year for me. And honestly, I'm, you know, even more excited and even more pumped to, you know, start this, this next year and move forward from there. You play a demanding and in this organization, a really important position. How much emphasis on a daily basis at the AA level is placed on defense, handling pitchers, all of it? Oh, it's it's incredible. Like the amount that is put into how much, or not how much, but how like the position is cared for and how much detail it takes to do it well. You know, we have a lot of um, people in this organization that we can look to for guidance and advice. Um, you know, some of which being, you know, Luke Carlin, Sandy Alomar, even our own guys, um, like Hedges, you know, it's just, those are just a few names, but we have a bunch of guys that, you know, are very, very supportive and, you know, they're all here to help us be the best that we can absolutely be, um, you know, in this game, because like you said, it's very, very, very demanding, not only physically, but mentally, but, you know, as long as we're trying our best, we're taking care of the stuff that we can control which you know is a lot of it on the defensive end being a catcher um you know you're, you're gonna succeed and uh, you know it's just it's just that hard work that grind that you're gonna need to go through every day but um you know I, I couldn't be more grateful more thankful to go through it with the guys I have in my corner behind me you know beside me through it all offensively um what are some of the challenges that that you faced as you've moved up levels and the pitching has gotten better and, and how are you dealing with those uh, I mean, you know, it's just, um, you know, pitchers are always learning and, you know, finding new ways to get better and better. And so, you know, it's it's your best against their best. And so um, I think the biggest thing that I learned last year is probably just to, you know, stay confident. You know, that I, I really took that because conf if you're confident at the plate and honestly in anything that you do, that's more than half the battle right there. And so, you know, I definitely had my challenges, my ups, my downs. Um, I, had, I had to go through a lot of, you know, hard times, hard conversations with, you know, some pretty important people. Um, you know, given one being uh, Rugi Odor, he was a really big mentor for me last year. Um, but yeah, you know, just putting things into perspective really allowed me to kind of see um, the situation as glass half full. You know, not necessarily looking at the numbers or, you know, just certain things that might have transpired in a season, but the knowledge, the experience that I gained from everything that happened and being able to put it in my game moving forward. Off the, off the field, I don't know if it's off the field per se, but uh, your brother, who by all accounts you're very close to, and it's awesome you're in the same organization, he suffered a serious injury. Yes. How did that impact you? I mean, you never want to see someone, you know, that's close to you go down, especially in the way that he went down, you know. I really tried to be there as much as I could for him, you know, especially like like right away when it happened. Um, I picked him up right when um, he flew in from, because they're in Minnesota, I'm pretty sure, yes. Yeah, I flew, uh, or I drove, I picked him up, and honestly, at any moment that he needed me, at any um any call, anything, I was really just trying to be there for him because, you know, as tough as it would be on me seeing someone go through that, I can only imagine what 
you know, the actual person who is dealing with it head on is going through. So, you know, just being a helping hand, being someone um, who knows that the person that, um, you know, is going through the situation, you know, if he knows that you're there for him through the end and you'll do anything for him, it really makes the situation that much better, you know, it kind of provides some type of, you know, good. So I really try to do that as much as I can along with my family. I know he said he spent a lot of the off season out here at, and at a really good rehab spot. Um, did that cut into the time that you guys normally spend together or, or were you out here with him for a little bit? Oh uh, yeah, no, I, I was out here, you know, I was trying to get my work in as well. Um, you know, after the days were done, I'd always see him at home, uh, you know, always talk, always, you know, have our conversations, you know, just do like, you know, normal brother family stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I was, I was really happy to be able to see all the stuff that he had went through, you know, through this whole off season, you know, just kind of seeing his, his mental, um, game get stronger and better, you know, through the whole thing. And, you know, it, it was really good for me to see. And honestly, it was really inspiring, you know, cause an injury like that can really take a toll, not, not just on you physically, but, you know, mentally. So, you know, he's coming back, you know, better and stronger and I couldn't be more excited for him. Uh, personally, non-roster invite to, to camp again. Did that mean you could come out and, and work out in minor league camp before the, everything was settled? Yes, yes, yes. So what has that been like for you to, to have a normal spring training and then hit the ground running here and, and take advantage of a nice opportunity in big league? Camp? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I definitely took my time away from the game. You always got to do that after the season. Uh, but, you know, once it was time, I, I got going. Um, you know, I really got to very detailed work with um, the coaching staff here and really, you know, try my best to polish my game as much as I can, um, you know, fix some areas and really just, you know, do my, do my due, dili due diligence, sorry, to, uh, you know, to make sure that my game is at the highest level that it can be. And, you know, I couldn't be more grateful for all the guys, all the staff, all the players that, you know, were here alongside me to, you know, make that experience these last few months, you know, amazing. That's Bo Naylor, Josh's younger brother, and at some point this spring as well, we'll check in with Josh Naylor, find out how his comeback is going from that severe ankle injury that he suffered a season ago. But that's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report. Thanks so much, as always, to Bart Swain, Austin Contrulis, and Corkberry Tripp on the PR side for the Guardians. Until next time, this is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to the Rosie Report Spring Training Edition Thanks so much for tuning in and downloading.